Hi everyone, welcome back. My name is Sabrina. And I'm Shelby. And we are back after two weeks of not posting anything. We've been really busy. I went on vacation and I wasn't able to meet up with Shelby, but we're here now and we're excited to bring this topic to you. And this topic is on relationships. And as I'm talking right now, I see this cute couple right now on a date. Do you see them? Cute. No, not them. Over there. Where? Over there. Over there by next next to the oh, tree. Oh, uh, they're on the picnic. That's cute. Okay, so today's topic is on relationships. We're at school again. We're recording our school at school. This is our new little recording studio. So if you hear people talking, it's probably because they're studying and... We're all being educated out here in the library. In the library. <laughs> and we have a cool little cube, which we can record in. So yes. that's pretty cool. Anyway, so again, the point of, sorry, the topic of this episode is about relationships. Yeah, and so I think that we're going to go into, like, different aspects of relationships, and we try to keep our things structured, but honestly, like, we just go off on tangents and and hope that the overall message, like, just comes to fruition at the end. So, um, first, I'm going to talk a little bit about my relationship. Um, So, I've been in a relationship for the upcoming on four years with my honey, Um, and I'm super grateful for my relationship and when talking to other people and when looking at the complexities of the relationship that we've built, I just thought that it was really important to be able to share that with other people because I think that although, um, we're very happy and all of that, we still go through our little tiffs here and there that I think that are, um, important to talk about. So... One thing that is super important in my relationship is communication um, and vulnerability. And so that's something that we have always had. And uh, Jake, actually, that's my boyfriend's name is Jake. He is actually way better at it than I am. Um, So when we started our relationship, I was like trying to be like a super hard ass, honestly. And I don't cry and I don't care and blah, blah, blah. And he would be like, why do you act like that? Why are you being like that? Like, you don't need to be like mean and nasty. Like, Mm -hmm. let's just talk about it. So those were walls that I had to break down of like my own insecurities, like with my own um, like learned behaviors from previous relationships or or trauma responses and and things of that nature that... um, honestly weren't beneficial to the the new relationship that I had and I was just carrying them over from things that I had in previous so that's just a little bit into my relationship um like I said that's not like the full gist of everything and we'll go into it a little bit later but that's something um communication and vulnerability that I really super value in my relationship yeah I guess um like going back to what you're saying it's like having to know the difference between the relationship you're in now and what you experienced like when you were a teenager like is very different especially now that not that we're hella old but Mm -hmm. we're 21 and obviously our relationship dynamic is different like we're not at school like we don't get to see each other all the time Mm -hmm. I do see my boyfriend all the time I'm not gonna lie (laughs) I see him very often but still but um so actually he was gone for two weeks so that's really hard and he's coming back today talk about that talk about that that was really hard I honestly so I was actually at Disneyland for what four of the days that he was gone so coming back that Monday that I came back, actually I came back on Sunday, but Monday was like my full day here back in town. 
And I honestly felt like I was having a panic attack. Like I didn't have him to like calm me down. I was already worried about school and all this and I didn't have him like calming me down. It was more like of a distant and it's not the same over text. And yeah. he couldn't call mm -hmm. because he doesn't have service in Mexico or like it was hard to FaceTime because I wouldn't get the connections and the calls would drop. But knowing that like like he's like a safe space for me. Like I can always go to him and he makes me feel a lot better and um, he's very patient and I'm not, and I'm not someone who gives myself, um, like patience to do anything. I'm just very hard on myself. And he's, that's another thing that he brings to like our relationship is he's very patient. I'm very like anxious. So that's like a funny combo that we have is like, I'm super anxious. He's super patient and calm and like together. I don't know if you've seen the TikTok. It's like the super anxious girlfriend, the super, <laughs> patient boyfriend and like together you're like a team but um like Shelby said it hasn't been an easy relationship but I feel like the past what is it like year now it's gotten a lot stronger and I'm very yeah. thankful for that that yeah. it's gotten a lot stronger I've known him since junior year of high school and we didn't start dating until sophomore year of of I mean, we were dating, I don't know if you would say that. I don't know, it was very iffy, but we started dating, dating sophomore year of um, college. And ever since then, I mean, it's been good. Well, not good, but like, yeah, we've been together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, just like going off of like your, um, your little things is Sabrina just said that like there was like a little like break period, honestly. And I think that that is like, um, important to talk about. I haven't had a break with my, with my person. Um, we haven't like felt like I haven't felt, or he hasn't felt that we had needed to have a break. It was something, um, all of the issues that we have had, none of our issues have ever been cheating or, or huge, big, um, ideals, um, like we're conflicting ideals and stuff like that. It's never been about that. It's been about, he's so late all the time. He's never on time to anything. And so like, that was something that was like super difficult for me in my relationships, just because my family and I am super timely for everything. I get to things, I get, um, two places five to 15 minutes early oh, yeah. just yeah. to like prepare for it yeah and jake will leave to come at the time that he's already supposed to be there i think it's is jake very calm oh yeah i think I he's really, so laid back yeah i think oh, it's he's honest because so victor's the same way like he's just very laid back and he's he's not like oh i have to be there 10 minutes early i mean depends what it is but like if it's family related he's like oh we'll be there in like 30 minutes and i'm like oh my god like i'm starving why aren't we at this party yet? like let's go but another thing too that um you were talking about is the oh my god i forgot where it's going with this but like jake is what you said very laid back victor's very laid back and mm -hmm. i don't know i just think that their personalities are kind of similar honestly yeah. i think that i think we're very anxious person that's yeah. very anxious people so i will i will say that i think that both sabrina and i are i think the best word is we're catastrophizers so when a situation arises i think that you and i both think of the absolute worst thing that's going to happen and then we just expect that it's going to happen okay this is the worst thing Okay, and so if I just plan for it to be the worst and I just prepare myself for it to be horrible, you know, like at least like I have like prepared myself. And at the end of the day, like you'll go and you'll have your experience and it is nothing like how we catastrophized it. I guess a good way, I'll give you guys an example. This past week, um, I didn't, so I thought I was going to graduate early. 
I'm not. And I was over here struggling because I, you know, I had to meet all these deadlines. I had to register by Tuesday. And I'm not, it's not that I'm graduating late. I'm just graduating on when time. I'm supposed to be graduating yeah. on time. But I thought I was going to graduate early. So now I'm stuck over here writing, I don't know, probably like 20 emails to like different professors. And I just thought of the worst. I thought I wasn't going to be able to um, register for next semester. And I thought I wasn't going to graduate on time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just a good example of how far we go into thinking. And it's really not that serious. Like, I could still register today if I really wanted to. Like, it's not a problem. Yeah. But we go to that extent to which we're like, oh, my God, like, this is the end. This is it for us. Like, we're not going to get past I'm not going to graduate. They're going to kick me out of school. I'm, yeah. So that's just how we are. But (laughs) yeah, and then our boyfriends on the opposite side of that are so lax, or at least mine is so lax. He's like, it's fine, baby. Like, it's everything's just gonna fall into place. Everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like, I really appreciate that. Like, sometimes it's frustrating because, like, I'm like, okay, we need to prepare. Like, I'm stressed. Like, what do we need to do? And at the end of the day, I've had enough experiences, and I think that you've had enough experiences too, where we worry about things, we worry about things. And then when we go and we do them, when we show up and we try our best, at the very end of it, it's like, wow. Like, I kind of stressed for for no reason. We're just very big overthinkers. Yeah. And, yeah, um, I never... I guess it's hard because... I mean, Victor isn't an overthinker. So, like, I'm an overthinker. And he's like, why are you thinking that way? Like, Mm -hmm. is this, like, how you think all the time? I'm like, actually, yeah. Like, it's stressful because I think like this Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. And relationships are a lot about balance. And I think that that is really important, um, too. That, like, just like how we were talking about, just like how we are personally and how we deal with situations, there's some push and pull that comes back from both of us and in between our relationships. And, um... That's super important just so that you do have a like kind of neutral outside third party to like look at the situation, assess it and like try to come up with um, like a solution or something of that nature where he can be like, okay, well, this is what I see. These are all the information that I'm that I'm getting Mm -hmm. for you, you know, and then at the end is what can I do right now? What can I change? Can I change anything right now? And is me worrying about this going to change or alter the ultimate outcome in the very end? Yeah. I think it's really interesting, too, how, um, honestly, I feel like he's one of the only people, not one of the only people, but one of, I guess, one of the only people that knows me, like, really well. Like, it's so funny because... Lately, he's been, like, saying things before I even get it out. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, how did you know I was going to say that? How did you know? It's like you're dating or something. I know. (laughs) And he was like, it's like I don't know you or anything. Like, I'm just over here. Just, you know, I don't know you. But I was like, like, one time I said something. Like, but we said it at the same time because he knew I was going to say it. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, how (laughs) did you know that? How did you know I was going to say that? And it's happened a couple times, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty funny. And just feeling like having your needs met, like, honestly, and, like, feeling heard and really seen, like, as a person is, like, super important. Not only just, like, them seeing you and and physically attractive, you know, just, like, emotionally attractive as well in the sense or even if we are failing or faltering, not failing because that was a horrible word to use, but, like, struggling in in our emotional or mental and stuff like that that they are support systems they see the best in us they yeah. want the best for us and at the end of the day that's that's what a huge portion yeah. of somebody who you're supposed to be in a relationship with that's supposed to love you i think it's nice that even like at least during 
times where I was really struggling mentally, like, he was still there, and I could still count on him to be there. It wasn't, like, I don't know. I don't know if this happens, but it wasn't like he just, like, left or anything. I don't know if that happens to other people, but it's really hard to feel yourself when you're mentally struggling with stuff. And I think it's nice that he was there, and, like, he was comforting, and made me feel better honestly not that I don't still struggle but it's the nice feeling of having someone there to help you get through those tough times yeah um honestly like uh I think that I'm gonna move into little sections of like um our own love languages like with our different partners and and what works best for us and and how my love languages are a little bit different than his and that I have to alter a little bit to meet his needs even though they're not something originally that I would have even thought about because it's not something that's like really prevalent in my brain because our emotional um needs are are completely different so like my my personal um love languages i am physical touch and i am acts of service so that comes that stems a lot for um from like my parents like my my dad in specific like my dad is like kind of like emotionally avoidant i would say like he like is not like very physical like with us or anything of that nature like when my dad and i are trying to have like a moment it usually is very minimal with words and more um more showing me that he loves me so like when we have like little instances so for example i um when i say that i really like stuff love like food or like a specific color or clothing or something like that like there there is a chocolate milk that i super love and like this is super off topic but the last one yeah, the last one, yeah. Okay, so, like, the chocolate milk that I super, super love, and so I told my dad, like, I told, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is the best chocolate milk, right? And, like, without saying anything, without, like, being like, hey, Shell, I got this for you, it just shows up in my fridge, you know? It just shows up, and, like, things like that where I'll be like, Dad, like, I need help with, I need help with, or I'm super stressed about, like, I'm in my design stuff. I really, like, I think that I'm going to save up for an Apple Pencil, you know? And I'm very grateful that my parents have the, the means to be able to do that. That stuff for me um but my dad has always just been a provider and to just show me that that he does love me through acts of service other than um like the words of affirmation or anything like that so I think that that is why I'm not super privy on that um and also physical touch. I didn't know that physical touch was one of mine until Jake, it, it became one of Jake's. Like Jake's is physical touch and I believe that his is physical touch and like words of affirmation. I would say that those are those are his biggest ones. Um, I was not a super touchy person. I do not like people to touch me. Like my friends, like I think Sabrina and I have hugged like maybe one time. Um, and I think we were both like having a really hard time and it was like a a point of like okay well I don't really know what to do now so I'm just gonna give you a hug okay but like I'm, I think if that, I'm not that like, person I'm, I'm not a with other people I guess with Victor I am mm-hmm. a touchy person but with other people I'm like oh please don't, like, touch, don't me. touch me yeah so I'm exactly <laughs> that way like my best friend Taylor I hope that she listens to this podcast but my best friend Taylor she is miss 
physical touch. She would absolutely just jump in my skin if she could and, and just sleep inside like my little skin suit or whatever because she loves to be like that close to people. She loves to snuggle. <laughs> she loves to touch her feet to my feet. She loves to hug. I and I'm like, that. oh. I'll be like literally touching my feet with Victor's feet. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just touching feet <laughs> I just want to touch you. <laughs> just want to touch you. It's so funny. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, those are, those are mine. And um, I have had to like modify a little bit with like the words of affirmation because like Jake really likes for me to be like hey honey I'm really proud of you for um working out today or for eating healthy or hey thank you so much for um saying thank you for the acts of service my dad is not a man where he will expect thanks or anything like that I will just show him later on that I'm thankful for Mm -hmm. it and so I had to relearn like okay like when somebody does something for you you can't just like not say anything about it you can't just ignore it yeah I think that similar in the way to like my dad um I feel like both of my parents like I almost feel weird when they do something like my parents do something for me and I have to be like thank you like it's just like not something that I don't know I don't know if I remember doing like it's just not something I do so same thing with Victor too be Victor too um it's really hard to say thank you sometimes mm-hmm. and it's not even just because like I'm ungrateful it's just like oh my I god I feel embarrassed sometimes yeah. like not not embarrassed that they're doing anything for me but embarrassed to like show the things I just didn't grow up that way I just I, I never practiced that I don't know if embarrassed is the right word um I guess yeah I get bashful I I, I wouldn't say embar- bashful I get like really like Ugh. Like, I, like, almost when you're trying to say it, but it's, yeah, like, stuck it's in your hard. throat, and you're like, oh my god, I can't, I yeah. can't say this. So that was just something that I had to tweak on with, like, the words of affirmation, just showing, you know, and going out of my way to be vulnerable, and to give parts of myself that I didn't practice, or that I didn't know privy before, like, my relationship, to be able to meet the emotional needs of my partner. Yeah. I think another one for me, too, is um, quality time. Like, I really do mm-hmm. love quality time and I feel like every time that we I mean not that we never have quality time but every time that we do I feel like it just brings us like closer Closer together together. yeah Yeah. and it's more like of one um but I don't yeah I don't know it just feels like we're we're one yeah not two different people how do you um distinguish your quality time so like for me, if I'm doing homework and Jake is, like, playing video games and we're not, like, like sitting with one another, like, he'll be in a different section of my house and, like, he will be there physically, but, like, we're not spending, like, quality time together. And he could be there for 10 hours during the day, but if yeah. I'm doing stuff, you know, and we're not sitting together and spending time, I wouldn't count that as quality time. But I do really like that, you know, I wouldn't consider that quality time either, but I really do like that, like, in your instance, like... If Victor were there and we weren't doing anything, but we're just there, I like that we can be there together yeah. and not feel like we have to talk to each other, no, like yeah. we're just doing our own thing. And I feel like a lot of har- people have a hard time doing that. Well, that I mean, like, as horrible as this is going to sound, that's the comfortability in your relationship and being able to sit in silence. I think that sitting in silence with people is, is some of the mm-hmm. greatest... Um, I don't know, connections with time, just being in another person's presence, hearing them breathe, honestly, and then wondering 
what are they thinking about? Yeah. You know? And and not feeling uncomfortable. Like, you have to fill in that void or you feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. You feel comfortable enough to just sit there and be yourself or be whoever you want to be with your person because that's all you need to be in that time. You don't need to yeah. show up or, or say anything or put on a presentation or anything you like that. You don't feel the need that you have to, like you said, be present. You know, sometimes when you go to family events and you feel like you have to, I don't know how to explain it. Not pleasantries. Yeah. Hi, how are you? What are you doing? How's school? Not even, I'm, I didn't want to say act because I'm not acting, but it's just like the, the feeling of needing to be like present. And I feel like with him, I could just be like, oh, I'm going to go to your house. I don't really want to do anything. I kind of just want to sit here and yeah. do nothing and yeah. just like think about my life. <laughs> and uh, going back to what you just said, like the, um, you said an act. Oh. Yeah, the act. Um, I wouldn't say that it's an act, but there are some oh, times where I'm, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm so emotionally exhausted. I don't have the energy to be talking. Not, yeah. And not that I don't care about the stuff that's going on in your life, but honestly, like as selfish as that is, I have just so many things that I have to worry about on my own that I'm just trying to put together my own thoughts that I can't even think about, about yeah. another person. I don't think it's selfish. I think, um... I think a lot of people feel that way, and I honestly had a really hard time explaining that, or like, not explaining it, but being like, I don't want to, not that I don't care, like you said, um, like there's a couple people, like my aunt's house I can go to, and I don't even have, to, like, we can, we don't have to do anything, and yeah. I don't have to, like, be, like, she knows everything about, you know, my life, school, mm-hmm. everything, and mm-hmm. she doesn't have to be asking me all these questions, and if I really want to, too, I can just sit there, yeah. and that's the time that I need sometimes. I don't want to be out and having all these questions um, being asked about, like, how I'm doing. I just don't want to, not that I don't care, like you said, I just don't no. want to be there answering and thinking about all this stuff and yeah. then again when they ask you something you're like how was school and I'm like oh my god like I hate this I know. question do they do they really want us to be honest you like, know like there's sometimes it yeah. depends on who's asking you and how honest you can be because like if some random colleague's gonna be like hey how are you how's your day I'm gonna be like good and if Sabrina was to ask me hey how are you how's your day I'm a little bit miserable today and yeah. I have so many things to do and I think genuinely it's that level of like comfortability and vulnerability that you were able to have and like and just being fully present and not scared to show the other person every single aspect of your emotion because you feel genuinely valued and loved as whoever you want to be whoever you are Mm -hmm. even like I don't know like even just I mean not dressing not that I have to dress up every time but just like being there and just not dressing up and looking like shit and I'm like oh wow you still love me and you I still love like me this. you still love <laughs> and me and I look like this yeah but you know it's not even like the fact that you know it has to be that way or that people in relationships are that way I think it's just like as me as a person that likes to get ready and likes to dress up for myself I mm-hmm. feel like when I'm not presented as the best person that I can look like yeah. I feel like shit yeah. and it's just like nice that he's there and he's like oh Still love you. <laughs> Still love you. Still love you. But yes. What would you say um, were your love languages compared to Victor's? Oh, I said mine was physical touch. Physical touch and quality time. And quality time. What do you think his are? I really think his are acts of service and physical touch. Yeah, he really likes acts of services. Um, we do. I mean, we do. I. I just feel. Okay, I'm a cancer. I say this shit all the time. So my horoscope is a cancer. And I just always feel like I um, 
maybe people might not think so, but I feel like I always love so deeply. Like, mm-hmm. I really always have these emotions, like, always carrying them. So, like, for him to be that way and for me to be that way, I think that's, like, the good connection. And I think that's just, like, who I am. I'm just someone who cares very deeply about the people that I care about. Mm-hmm. And then um, he's just, he's the same way. I mean, it was very hard at the beginning to, like, notice. Not notice, but, like, pick it up. And I was like, oh, my God, like, he's the same way. Like, he, whoever he cares about and loves, he'll do anything, anything for. for. Yeah. yeah. And that's honestly such an admirable quality. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm the same exact way to a certain extent. But um, there's also, and then we can move into the section of, like, negatives honestly that come in with a relationship like my relationship's beautiful and and all of that stuff but there's also some like things that we go through you know what I mean that we have to work through to be able to like get out on top and Mm -hmm. um I mean so something that that I have to work on specifically in my own relationship is like jealousy I am a super jealous person that comes from previous relationships, that comes from insecurity in my own self, that comes from so many different things. And um, in the very beginning of our relationship, my boyfriend has had two major relationships other than me. So he was in a three-year relationship in high school and then a two-year relationship right before we got together. So when we got together, I was super like, "Mm, you were just in a two-year relationship. I'm a random person. Like, how are you about to be so dedicated and fully into me when you were just quote unquote in love with the person that Mm -hmm. you dated for the last two years? So that was something that was really big, especially because like when we started dating, I was 17 and he was um he was 19 and I had the super high school mentality of it all and I didn't really realize we were in two completely different places and I'm glad that we were able to grow from our relationship from them but for me being in high school and then from him being out in the adult world is completely different when it when it comes in terms of relationships so I went into my relationship with a lot of insecurity a lot of jealousy and I'm grateful that he was patient enough to sit down with me try to find out the root cause of it hey where does this come from why do you not think that you're worthy enough why do you think that I would ever talk to somebody else why do you think that you know and um at first me being traumatized you know I thought it was manipulative I was like what do you mean what are you talking about like I can act and be the individual person or whoever I want to be you know and he is consistent and he is compassionate and he is patient and he sat there with me for even sometimes even sometimes until this day there there will be something that pops up or he recently told me a story um about his ex-girlfriend and he was like I was like hey like just trying to be more transparent and know things about him because he knows so many things about me and sometimes I feel like dang like am I the only person that talks like do you you just know everything about me um he told me a story about his uh old relationship and I was like do you have like a moment that he's he talks about it really negatively like his old relationship he talks about it really negatively um doesn't slander the girl just slanders like their relationship and and what had come out of it um and I was like do you have like any positive experiences because like in my in my even the exes that have hurt me and that I had many major attraction and what I thought was love at the time for um 
I still have moments that I think about to this day that I'm like, dang, like that was a happy and that was like a pinpoint moment that that I could enjoy with this other person that wasn't my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So I asked him, hey, do you have like one of those moments? And he was like, honestly, like, yeah, I do. Like, do you feel comfortable about hearing it? You know, and was I comfortable hearing it? No. Did I want (laughs) to hear it? Yeah. And so he goes and he tells me, he was like, "Uh, we were playing a game and this game had just gotten released. Like it was like a midnight like release or something like that. And um, he was like, I'm going to play this game all night. And Jake is the type when he gets a game, he will play it religiously until he completes it like beats the boss Mm -hmm. or whatever and then he will never touch it again like that's just how he is so um he was gonna play this game and his girlfriend at the time like messaged him she was like hey like what the heck like if you're gonna play it all night like i'm gonna play it all night and they went and they played the game and in one night they completed the entire game just him and her and they like completed it and he was like that was one of the coolest fucking things that i've ever had in my Mm -hmm. life and that is just something that was like I was not jealous. Like, I did not feel jealous, like, at all. Like, she was interested in so many different things than I'm interested in, you know what I mean? And it really just took it down to, one, I'm I'm glad that he felt like he was comfortable enough to share that with Mm -hmm. me, especially coming from, like, jealousy in, like, that I have had, like, in our relationship, you know what I mean? And secondly, it really just shows how special our love is honestly like like that she's so different from me you know and he loves me so much and Mm -hmm. he shows me that he loves me and even there are some aspects like she was super into the gym he is super into the gym she was super into meal prepping he was super into meal prepping he's super into video games so was she like she knows how to work on cars she knows how to do all of these things you know and i know how to do absolutely none of those i don't even know how to change my fucking oil no yeah absolutely not if i got stranded i'd get murdered like I'm one of those people in the movies that, that would, would probably not survive. Stop yeah, someone that is like. I'd, be, I'd wave them down. I'd be like, "Hey, come help me!" And they'd be like, "Do you need help? Do you want me to tow your car back to my house?" And yeah, like, yeah. something like some shit like that. But which I'm yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, but just that experience. Um, I was really grateful that he shared that with me, and that I can share little experiences that I've had in my old relationships mm-hmm. that are happy moments that don't have to do with me being in love with the person and I think that that was something that was huge for me in high school to realize that you can have happiness and you can have peace and you can have all of these good memories with people that that you ended on bad terms with or that you don't talk to anymore or that you never talk to again but you can I guess you could relate it to like old friends too yeah no 100% Mm -hmm. but I'm I'm the type of person that that thinks like oh like when when these people are done in my stage of life we're done forever Mm -hmm. in life that's supposed to erase them yeah Yeah. and that was my whole mentality especially like going from previous relationships into this one none of my other boyfriends would would have been like yeah tell me about a cool thing that you loved about jake you know i feel like to like the people that we were with back then were also just fucking yeah no 100 percent. but it is the emotional maturity and security that Mm -hmm. he has in our relationship that we were able to open that up and this has been like like, it sounds small, but, like, that, if he would have told me that two years ago, that would have made me mad. Like, I would have been mad about that. Like, yeah. that he had, like, a positive uh, memory about this person that he once used to love. That would have made me super insecure. Like, oh, well, if you think about that, then what else do you think about and all of that stuff? And coming just from my own relationships now, I, now that we've been together for so long and I am so comfortable with him and I, I 
don't think that he would ever cheat on me and I would never cheat on him or and I we have none of those concerns like never has that ever come mm-hmm. across in my mind which is something that I'm super grateful for um but with that I have had little moments of being like you know like I did this really cool thing and it wasn't with you and he still wants to hear about it yeah and for him to be so secure and be like that is really cool and give me back such a positive response when I'm mm-hmm. being vulnerable and I'm scared about it like I that was a growth moment he has helped me grow in ways that I can't can't explain I don't know if I would have been able to do that um, in the time that I have done it. Um, since high school. I think that I'm a completely different person oh, yeah, since definitely. since high school. I feel the same way too. Um, that's really cool actually. Now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, that's really cool. I so, haven't heard that story. So that yeah. was a really cool story to hear. Yeah. So that I mean that happened last week. We were laying in our bed on a Saturday morning and and I just asked, I was like, Hey, do you think about her? <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, just like random because I'm like a fucking button pusher. And I was bored. And I was like, hey, do you think about her? Like, totally joking. Like, this was, like, all jokes. And he was like, um, and then I asked him, like, got, like, like in our serious conversation, like, hey, like, do you actually, like, have anything mm-hmm. positive, like, about this person or whatever? So I think that that is, like, I think that's awesome and, and really important that we've both grown exponentially in our relationship. Yeah. I'm thinking of ways in which, not that I've had to, I haven't. I guess over the past two years with uh, my life and my family, I feel like I haven't had to be as um, communicative like with my parents. Yeah. So I think that that's one thing that I really need to work on. Not even just like with them. I always share locations with my mom and my like Victor. I always have my location with him and like my parents and stuff, but. I guess one thing that I wasn't um, aware of is that I kind of just like, not that I stopped, I'm not, I'm still good at communicating with Victor, like there's, but I'm also not the best that I could be, like in terms of like, like I kind of just forget, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, like not that I forget and not that I don't want to tell him, yeah, and I'm tired, but also I'm like, oh. Like, I realized that I do this because my family wasn't, like, a very, like, communicative family, and Mm -hmm. his family is. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, I'm not used to You know when you go into someone else's family and you're like, oh, shoot, like, I'm not used to this. Yeah, 100%. So that was a very big, like, eye-opening thing. I'm like, oh, shoot, like. I don't even do this with my family anymore. Yeah, it's it's something different, and I think that 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 although it's sad mm-hmm. to think about, you know, in terms of the relationships that you have, like with your own parents and and the other people in your family, I think that it's so strong and courageous to be able to identify in a separate relationship with a person that you are choosing to build your life with, mm-hmm. and being like, hey. I'm lacking in these areas because I don't know any better. And that's yeah. honestly, at the end of the day, what it is. It's not that you're being a bitch. It's not that you're, not that you don't care about it. Mm-hmm. You never learned that way. You didn't grow up that way. Exactly. And I was just thinking about it this week. Like I said, he's been gone for two weeks. So I've been kind of going crazy. I know he comes home today. He Yay! comes home today and I'm so <laughs> excited. I've been going crazy though, playing Candy Crush to keep my mind occupied. You should play Hate It. It's so good. No, I don't need any more games <laughs> to keep me occupied. Um, but that was one of the things that this week I was like, oh my God, like I actually, again, not that I'm terrible at communicating, but also like I could be better. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I, I, I know why. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I figured it out. Mm-hmm. And like I said, his family's very 
um, open about communicating about just different things. Like they're very, like they still sit together at the table. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't have that. Parents are divorced. My life is a yeah. lot different. But I'm like, oh my God, that is so cool. And that's something that you can admire and that you can work towards even even though you don't, you don't have it currently in your house. You know yeah. what I mean? Like some things that you can work towards, which I think is super admirable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we should honestly like start talking about, about the extra difficulties like in our relationship so I'll I can kick us off um so something that I really prided myself on the last four years was having such a good relationship and and having somebody to go home to and all of that stuff but I also think that that has um there's positives and negatives to that because I didn't really keep up on my own personal life and who I was outside of my relationship that I felt like I was faltering and like uh, like now that I'm a senior and like I'm through college and I don't like I have I have a few a handful of really really solid friends that I think that are going to last for like a really long mm-hmm. time but I also stand there and I try to think okay who would I be if I god forbid but who would I be if I wasn't in this relationship with my person you know and um over this last weekend uh Jake is Jake is a homebody I would say Jake is a super homebody I would say that I'm a homebody too but um Jake has a group of be awesome they're awesome high school friends that he will have for the rest of his life but that is just like his core core unit and he has a few friends that he's met here and there from like his work or the gym or stuff like that but but the friends that he hangs out with that will be invited to our wedding like all of that stuff those are his core group Mm -hmm. of high school people um and so I got invited to a party like over the weekend and I don't really know a lot of I don't I didn't know anybody that was there I just had one common friend that invited me and she's always invited me to stuff like that and I don't really have any other college friends that are in like the college scene of like partying and like doing stuff like that that's never been like a super priority of mine um but just like even having the experience I want to just say I went just because I went you know and so on Friday night I got invited to this party and it was for the next night it was for Saturday and on Friday night Jake um I said hey like I got invited to this party there with my friends um I would really like if we could go and immediately he said no no discussion no nothing and like that was ugly like that genuinely was like ugly for me Mm -hmm. and for me to praise him for being so open and communicative and all of that stuff just kind of felt like a stab in the back for all of the things that like anytime that we are going to go hang out we hang out with his friends or we hang out with friends that we have made as a couple Mm -hmm. like my friends like Nick and Lexi like we hang out with Nick and Lexi but we only hang out with Nick and Lexi as a couple like I was friends individually with Lexi and individually friends with Nick and like now I don't individually hang out with either of them Mm -hmm. I don't have girls nights with Lexi anymore and I don't like go over to Nick's house um and to hang out with his parents you know so for Jake to for me to be like hey honey there's something that I'm really excited about that I got invited to uh from an outside group of people that maybe I could make friends here I would love for you to come you were invited too and he immediately shut it down and so like I didn't say anything mean, didn't say anything nasty, like, as I would have, like, before, like, a few years back, just, like, slandering, just trying to make him feel bad or whatever, to, to feel like I won the argument. I went to our, our room, and I went to sleep. 
And I was like, okay, like if you don't want to listen to me or talk to me or have a a conversation like I'm gonna do what's best for me I'm tired like I'm gonna go to sleep Mm -hmm. and so the next morning he was like hey like I'm really sorry for completely just shutting that down that wasn't fair like I shouldn't have acted that way and we can have a further discussion about it and I was like cool like awesome like amazing you know like that's that's super that's super cool and time runs around and he is like I don't want to go I never said I would go and I was like, what do you mean? You said that we would have a discussion about it. And, and when we did, I just came to the conclusion that, like, oh, like, we were going to go together. I mm-hmm. said that we wouldn't be there for super long. I'm not trying to be there for super long. I'm not trying to stay the night. not trying to do anything. I'm trying to go hang out, have a couple drinks, maybe play a couple games, and then leave. Home, yeah. yeah. Um, so when time came, he was he had back in the same attitude he was like i don't want to go i said i didn't want to go i'm tired don't want to do anything and he didn't work the day before he didn't work that day so it just felt like shitty that he didn't want to go and spend time with the people that invited me to be somewhere Mm -hmm. you know so for right after that so it was about five o'clock and i was supposed to go to this party at like eight and so i took a shower and like i sat downstairs and i put sweatpants on and i had no makeup on and i was ass and shoulders like i had the worst fucking attitude worst attitude because I wanted to go do something and he said that he was going to do something or that he would open Mm -hmm. up a conversation it didn't end up that way um so moral of the story I got my ass up I didn't throw myself a pity party I got ready and I went by myself and I went by myself and he dropped me off and he picked me up and I had a good time like I genuinely had a good time and I'm grateful that I went to make that decision for myself because I'm an individual and I am independent and even though he didn't want to go and do something I wanted to mm-hmm. so I made that decision for myself and so like and and I'll be all moral of the story I think that it's really important for anybody listening to this that is in a relationship or that that is like going through similar things in your relationship I think that it's important to have your own sense of self outside of your relationship you don't always have to do things with your boyfriend you know and you don't have to be angry or resentful for them not wanting to do the same things that you Mm -hmm. want to do like you're both individuals he wants me to go to the gym all the time and like do like these (laughs) stupid like they're stupid to me but like not stupid to him like like weight workouts and I'm like I have no interest in that like I do not want to go to like this gym I have like a little gym in my garage Mm -hmm. I have my squat rack and my treadmill and that's all I need you know Mm -hmm. so like that's like a situation where he really wants me to be there because he wants to share that that joy with me and I just didn't want to and like that's very similar to him saying I don't really want to go to this party with people I don't know and that's after the party me going into this party not knowing anybody other than like two people you know like I would say that I'm like a little bit of a social butterfly so like when it comes down to like things like I can like hang out like I can hang out like I can get myself into conversations I can make friends like I can do that stuff he I wouldn't say is that same way. He's a little bit more standoffish. He would be that weird guy in the corner that's just like hanging out. And I felt like if he would have went, like now that it, like it's all said and done, I'm almost glad. I'm glad that he didn't go because I felt like I was able to do whatever I wanted to do without having to worry about another person, mm-hmm. without having to worry about what other people are gonna think of him being weird, and without being like, okay, well if he's uncomfortable, then I have to stifle my time and we have to go home early. I think that goes into like when you're first introducing him. To- your family at like a family event and you're just like oh my god now I have to be here mm-hmm. and I can't like talk to whoever I want to because I have to take care of him and yeah yeah but I'm also I don't know I feel like I'm not a social butterfly like I really I really don't mind like not talking to anyone <laughs> not because like I don't want to I guess I'm kind of shy in that way I'm not shy with my family but I'm shy like meeting new people yeah because again like I don't know you That's I don't fine. know your energy 
I'm not the type of person to be like no. making friends here and there. <laughs> Which I'm glad you are, because that takes a lot. Yeah, I mean, talking to people talking to people and making party friends is one thing. Making lifelong lasting friends yeah, is another. Um, those people that I was hanging out with the party are probably not going to be my lifelong friends. You know, like like all of the people that I met there, they're super cool. And we have, we have pictures here and there. And maybe the original person that invited me will make a relationship. Mm-hmm. But the people that I was hanging out with, the people that I have Halloween photos with, I probably will not see those people people ever again unless like I'm in a party setting and like that's also something like okay that's fine with me you know I went I had my little experience I had a good time and my my genuine not that these people aren't genuine friends but my genuine friends that I go do stuff with that I record podcasts with that I go on little friend dates with that I talk about my hardest things you know I'm grateful that even though I don't have a lot of those friends the friends that I do have are solid and consistent without the need or necessary component of my boyfriend being a main factor yeah yeah that's very important so and I feel like as you get older, you have less and less of those like very um, close friends yeah. that you can really depend on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so, like, finally, I think that we're gonna talk about um, some of the signs if you're in a relationship that you it might be time to let go of that relationship. Um, and so, one of the first ones we're reading this off of a, a, time, a New York Times article. Um, so one of the main ones is your needs aren't being met. And we talked about this a little bit, um, earlier about like your love languages and also about like little modifications that, um, your partner is going to have to make just to be cohesive with another person. Yeah. And it's not good for like, let's say you're in a relationship and they're like, well, I don't, I don't change. Like, this I don't is who do I am. That. Like, yeah. okay, that's a red flag right there. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean? Not that you have to change completely, but you can at least, um, compromise. Yeah. That's important. So your needs aren't being met. Um, And then with that, if your needs aren't being met in your own relationship, you might start looking for those needs to be met with another person. You might go and seek to to go do that. Not saying that you're going to cheat on your partner, but if your partner is not giving you any like emotional support, maybe you go to your best friend. Maybe you go to a guy best friend that you've had since high school, Mm -hmm. you know, and you delve all of these emotional information to this person. You know what I mean? That is not your significant other because you're not getting those needs met where you need to get them met. You know, so like that's that's super difficult and it's not like those needs are going to go away mm-hmm. or anything of that nature. You just needed to find an outlet. Um, another thing would be like you're scared to ask your partner for more. You're scared to say advocate for yourself and advocate for your relationship to continue it on further to say, hey, this is something that I feel like is lacking in our relationship and I want to like further it on. And if you don't feel like there is an open level of communication between you and your partner to say, hey, I'm not the happiest that I that I could be or I don't feel like our relationship is in the best standing that it could be, mm-hmm. it is really important to have that level of communication with your partner to say, hey, I love you, but I'm not happy with what we have going on right now. Mm-hmm. Like something needs to change. Yeah, something mm-hmm. needs to change. And I mean, you had that own personal experience like with your own person and and stuff like that and I think that that was super admirable mm-hmm. um another thing would be your friends and family don't support your relationship so depending on what kind of relationship that you have with your with your family or with your friends or stuff like that um I think that those those people that are closest to you are very important um 
opinions that you should listen to. You know what I mean? Like if if there is a series of things where you're upset about and your mom sees you or my mom sees me crying about let's just say for example Jake being late and crying about it crying about it crying about it don't doesn't change still crying about it late to everything whatever whatever yeah and then show up yeah and then my mom is like hey I see that you're really upset about this um I don't really support that because yes I have this one friend oh my god I I mean if she's listening she knows that I'm talking about her but I'm not gonna say like a name or anything but he didn't show up to her birthday party and I was like like that is probably one of the worst things is that like you're already struggling to keep this relationship and to Mm -hmm. know what you are and then you're like you said like you've already been crying your mom has seen you and Mm -hmm. then or your friends or your friends and like for me like I knew I'm like oh my god like you need to you know leave him whatever Mm -hmm. and he didn't show up to her birthday party and I was like oh yeah no that's very sad yeah, just I, and I mean the, the people that want the best for you and you really like that's 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 difficult in that own like own section of relationship being able to weed out the people who actually want the best from you and the people that just want things from you mm-hmm. from your relationships or friendships or anything of that nature because sometimes that happens. Um, but I think that those those people and the people that you trust and, and that support you the most and that show you that they are there for you emotionally, physically, all of that stuff, taking those, those things into um, consideration. Mm-hmm. It's also... Um, a red flag if you feel obligated to stay with your partner like you have to like you don't have anything else or what am I going to do if I am not in in this relationship who am I going to be so I might as well just stay in it or almost like losing a sense of yourself just because you feel like he I don't know that's very hard yeah yeah there's there's a, a there is a specific instance that I'm thinking about um feeling obligated to stay with your partner um I think that if your partner puts on on obligations to you so that you are able to continue on your relationship and that it's more of a give 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 and not not a give back an equal relationship that's also like something if you are continually changing for your partner and your partner doesn't give a shit about you or doesn't make any uh like choices or or anything like that to support you emotionally or physically I think that that is is something that is like super huge if you say hey I'm not ready for this may that be may that be in any single circumstance going somewhere doing something moving somewhere Mm -hmm. um all of that stuff is really important to really have that level of communication where it is a give back in and um listening to your other partner to be like hey like I'm not ready for this yet Yeah, they should never force you to do something you're not ready for. And you shouldn't feel like you have to do this or else you're going to lose this person. So, like, if you're in a situation where it is you do X, Y, and Z or he leaves you or you do X, Y, and Z or she leaves you or you don't do this and she's mad at you or all of that stuff, like the... A good example would be, like, um, someone forcing you to, I guess, have sex with them because you're scared that they're going to leave you Mm -hmm. and you do it because you're scared and 
again, they're just using you. That's they're not really considering how you feel. Yeah. They're just making you feel yeah. like you have to do something. Yeah, or saying very like manipulative. if you loved me, then then you would do it. Or if if you cared about me, then or, you would do it. Yeah, just like things like that. It's manipulative. So manipulating. Don't it's, ever fall for that. Yeah. So we're we're trying to we're trying to speak from experience here. <laughs> <laughs> just like just just that sense. Um, if you've been working on issues in your relationship for more than a year people have problems in their relationship mm-hmm. relationships are hard you know they are not easy They're they have not a, like the chick flicks you see no on the tv no no, no you just kiss and everything is and beautiful everything is and there's a beautiful like hillary duff like music video that's playing like, behind I'm you i'm thinking of um another cinderella story oh i'm thinking how to Wait. lose a guy in 10 days Oh, no, I don't think I've ever watched that movie. Girl! I'm thinking of, like, <gasps> that. I'm thinking of Clueless. I'm thinking of 10 Things yeah, yeah, I Hate yeah. About You. Yeah, same, same, like, same vibes. Same literally. Vibe. Late 90s, early 2000s vibes. Yeah. Yeah, that's not it. Yeah, we're going to tarnish that reputation. They're fantastic movies that have killer-ass soundtracks. I still will watch them. And I will watch them to the day that I die. But do we support that? And will we put that example on for our daughters? Absolutely no. the fuck not. Like, I'm almost thinking be doing to, that. like, High School Musical, like, Troy and Gabriella, lies. No. Lies. Toxic. <laughs> Toxic. Toxic. Yeah. He was over here cheating on her with Sharpay. I know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> flirting is still cheating. Back. Flirting is still <laughs> cheating, okay? Good. Oh, my God. Um, okay. But just back to it. Uh, after it all, if you've been working on your relationship for more than a year and you don't see any changes or anything like that that have been positive, um, it, it doesn't have to be a full 360. It takes a long time for people to change and, and to do that. And it, but if you see active efforts and they are practicing and they are trying or, or if they don't do the same things but they apologize to be like hey you know in that moment didn't do what i thought or didn't even think about it i will try better for next time Mm -hmm. just acknowledging it and trying to move forward in a positive direction instead of okay well screw it just didn't do it so i'm not gonna do it ever i'm not gonna do it yeah or even that or just going backwards yeah um i think it's like we talked about it's really hard um growing up for one but also like being in a relationship is yeah. hard it's not easy yeah. again like we just went on our little rant yeah <laughs> those are false um views of what a relationship is you can ask just about anyone and they'll pretty much tell you that any relationship is hard even if mm-hmm. they're the happiest couple you've ever seen yeah and sure it wasn't that happy at some point like you yeah. just have to work towards it and i think that's really important um if you're in a relationship and you you know you shouldn't just think about the good times like bad with again good and bad there's going to be good and bad in everything in your life it doesn't matter what it is yeah and and talking on top of that there's a difference between loving your partner and liking your partner and you have to do both of those things you have to love them because you're physically attracted to them because because you are emotionally attracted to them or anything like that but you also have to like them mm-hmm. and you also have to like that the person that they are and the ideals that they have and the active efforts to communicate and to make changes for your relationship if you don't like your partner and you're just staying with them because you're in love with them and it's a 
trauma bond honestly and it's a relationship that you don't know anything different if you constantly feel yourself like oh yes i love this person yes i'm sexually attracted to them and i'll sleep with them or whatever i mean but when it comes down to it and in your most peaceful moment in your most peaceful moment the nothing in the world is is bothering you and you don't have any deadlines you don't have to work nothing like that who do you want there with you Mm -hmm. who do you want there with you who do you want to spend those peaceful times with who do you want to spend in the worst times of your life even if it's like the end of the night and you're like all right i'm done for the day yeah i want to spend time with my boyfriend like, yeah yeah like, not even like again that we have to do anything i just want to sit there i just no, want to yeah. lay down watch tv and the night like and those feel are comfortable those are presence. honestly yeah those are honestly the perfect days for me when we're just watching a movie and just hanging out yeah not even like doing something going like being somewhere like it's just him being there with me and just taking time his time to spend time with me yeah so yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then very finally, we're just going to wrap it up like right here. Um, we're going to talk about abuse. And um, if your partner is abusive and um, if he is physically abusive in any, if he, she, it, not discriminating here, if they are physically abusive to you in any way, get out of that relationship. I'm just thinking Gabby Petito. Like, get the fuck out. <laughs> there's, there's, you know, if it happens once and they are able and they are physically able to do that one time what makes you think it's not going to happen again again, you know like and and in those situations if it's a small thing that is one time and then the next time it escalates and it might be a year later two years later and it's a slap or it's a it's a push against the wall or it's something that's quote-unquote small I feel like it's not ever okay to physically abuse also mentally abuse someone but also if you're in the mindset like I get it's hard I'm sure it's probably hard to leave them but if you're thinking like oh they probably won't do it again I'm 100% sure 99.9% sure they'll probably do it again and it'll probably won't be the same it'll probably be worse yeah and in I would say in those situations not saying that people can't change because I'm I'm a believer that people could change 100% but if that is to happen for you or to you anything like that I would say get out of that relationship figure out who you are in your own self let that person be by themselves and struggle and if they aren't by themselves and they get into a brand new relationship that should tell you mm-hmm. everything that you need to know you know it depends on if the person genuinely wants to work on themselves and so that's that's physical abuse but there's also mental mental abuse and emotional abuse that goes on to narcissism manipulative all of that stuff to to do horrible things in high school. I, I hope she's not going to listen to this. In high school, um, one of my best friends was in a physically and emotionally abusive relationship, and it, she hid it for a really long time, and she hurt herself in in terms of eating disorders and and not taking care of her body and stuff like that and she didn't tell people for a very long time until we saw stuff we saw things that were happening because he was so comfortable with what he was doing and being the abuser that he was that he would do it wherever because he's gotten away with it so many different times that he was like oh i can just do it at school i can just do it here i can just do it in front of her friends it doesn't matter but we had no idea like we didn't know or anything of that nature and so when we had found out it took a lot from her and she did end up like going back to him for a period of time but I was like hey 
you need to get out of this. You are not okay. This is not okay. I know that this is going to be difficult, but he would do things. He would physically abuse her and then switch it around to make it her fault. Yeah. And she would believe it. That's she would believe so it was her fault. Very narcissist right there person. I just, honestly, I'm just like, how the fuck do people even, I mean, I know how they turn into this, but like, why? Like, it's again we're going back to the fact that it's really hard to even leave these relationships to the in the first place so if you're not if you need help like please reach out yeah reach out don't hesitate to like even contact the podcast messaging only i actually me and shelby have access to um the podcast account on instagram and we're the only ones no one else has the account only we do so again feel free feel free to please do actually not feel free like please do even if you need some support even if you need help we're not gonna call the police unless unless you're being like really hurt or anything like that and you just need an, an an outlet to talk and unless there is a an immediate threat to your life we will be and follow under the 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 hipaa the hipaa, uh, the HIPAA of it all and and make sure that we are just to be an outlet and we just want to make sure that everybody is safe and we've had our own issues with our relationships and thank you thankfully it hasn't been anything abusive in mm-hmm. any sort of way but um also being an advocate for women and men, women and men anywhere that are in relationships where they feel like they're trapped. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, again, don't hesitate to reach out. Again, we only have only us two have the account information and no one else will see it. So if you ever need to go ahead and message us at seeing me on the podcast with two T's. So thank you for listening. Thanks it guys. Was a long podcast, but I hope you guys gained a lot. Um, again, reach out yeah Yeah. hopefully it was beneficial um and please feel free uh if you're listening to the very end of this podcast send us messages um on our podcast account for things that you would want us to talk about um this relationships podcast was actually inspired by one of my high school friends that had messaged me and he was like hey you talk about relationships and it was like kind of a joke but also like i think that it it stemmed very important it stemmed a really good topic from us so so please feel free to reach out and all of that stuff and we will see you guys next week thank you bye bye